welcome to the Source Podcast for another week in review. My name is Michael Crutcher and I'm joined by Jordan McDonald. Jordan, what a week it's been. It has been quite a week and this is also our 20th week in review. I thought I might add, this is our 20th. <laughs> Tiny times flying um, by. I love my milestones, so I had to mention it. <laughs> that's a great milestone. That's <laughs> so a good week and tough week too for others. Well, Absolutely. we sat here a week ago talking about some different elements and one of those, of course, was floods that had mm-hmm. uh, hit southeast Queensland and also northern New South Wales. And then not so many hours after the podcast for last week was placed up, the news of Shane Warne's death came through. Yeah. So, and I guess my 10-year-old said um, last weekend, quite innocently, um, what a time this is. We've had um, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had uh, the floods. We've had World War Three, And now we've had Warney's death. I know. This is like a combination of such big news events. But kids can get the basics at times and put it out there. We have. So we've gone from a situation where COVID was dominating our lives... Mm-hmm. So we don't have COVID press conferences in Queensland anymore, really. We release stats. Yep. So we went from COVID press conferences to flood press conferences uh, and very important news from those. Mm-hmm. Of course, now, just before that was all the news on the Ukraine conflict yep. um, and what was happening in Europe and the serious news that was. And then for the last few days, Shane Warne has been the dominant news topic in Australian media. So I guess it was referenced this week um, to us, this focus on so many stories. Do we have an attention span problem? Because we're not really talking about COVID right now. So are we just moving to a point where we just get bored and move to another story? And do we have an attention span problem? Now, I'm not too sure about that. There's a whole bunch of different stats to look at on this, and there are studies that are done on our attention span as such. But, I mean, there's some stats that you've got about what we're consuming. Yes, indeed. So but I think I've looked – I tend to agree with you. I don't think our attention span is is lessening or is, is weakened by any means. I just think that there is more content than ever competing for our attention – and then, like you listed off before, all the recent events, they're, they're large events, and COVID being the sort of longest-spanning one, it's quite draining. And then, you know, the Russia conflict, or so the Russia-Ukraine conflict, the floods, and then Shane Warren. These are all very, very heavy, heavy things to be sort of yeah. engaging with. Um, and I, I suppose what I was looking at and what I found is that people are more interested in they're looking for lighter things, something that makes them feel happy, or just takes them away from the the reality that we uh, we're seeing in the world at the moment. But whilst our um, whilst that sort of talks about attention spans, I think a few things are actually seeing. So sorry, in that regard, we're actually giving our attention to a few more things. Yeah. So streaming services, for example, they're talking about more content competing for our attention. Yeah. That's the case with streaming services. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much on offer that it's almost 
the hardest part is picking what to watch <laughs> because <laughs> right. it's just too much. It's overwhelming. But in saying that, we're more than happy to binge watch yeah. and binge things. So I had a look at a study that was done by Microsoft in 2020 and streaming, Australians were streaming on average 3.2 hours a week. If we look at other forms of media, so look at podcasts, for example, Australians, again, in 2020, were looking or listening, I should say, to six podcast episodes a week, which is roughly yeah. 4.3 hours yeah. worth of content. And interestingly, 93% of those listeners are staying tuned for the entire duration of that episode. Yeah, so wow. whilst we are giving our lending our attention to more things quickly and yep. chopping up really, really fast, yep. like going between them all. There are good things that take us away from reality or high-quality content that immerse ourselves in something different yep. that we love to spend time and our attention on. Yeah, and that's why I guess from where we sit and looking at media and working with clients, I'm not sure I buy this. We've got short attention spans mm. now, like, like you've mentioned. It's... One of those studies said our average attention span has gone from 12 seconds to nine seconds. Um, how do you really judge that? I mean, yeah. I was, you know, my, my background is as a journalist. You're taught to question everything. How do you assess that? Uh, and I guess what we're doing is comparing a time when we didn't have as many options as we have now. So it wasn't that long ago, it seems, where we had, you know, five free-to-air televisions in Australia. You had to watch the 6pm news on mm -hmm. TV to find out what was going on. Uh, you had newspapers that, you know, had all the classifieds in them. It, it's impossible to compare those years to now when, like you say, the streaming options are so many at the moment. There's a podcast to listen to. So uh, do we have a, a shorter attention span or are we taking in so many more things that we're spending less time on those? Yep. And I, I believe we are doing the latter like you say people are people can binge hours of their favorite tv show oh yeah so that's an attention span there that's it's so i i guess it's easy to say we have shorter attention spans the kids of the day they they can't stay on on one thing well that's maybe because there are other things so the challenge then is are you producing content that's going to get attention mm. so are you producing something that is going to engage audiences and have a meaningful impact on them? You can't just serve up slop and expect that people will take notice of it because you think it's interesting. This is just what's happening these days. It's a much faster world in terms of content. It's everywhere. Everyone's feeling that, and especially you talk to the free-to-air broadcasters, they're feeling that the whole debate now in sport is about um, how much time are your games taking. Now, this morning, thankfully, because I'm a baseball junkie, the baseball lockout ended. Um, so the season starts in a month's time. But one of the things that wasn't um, dealt with properly in those discussions was the pace of game discussions, as in a clock that pitchers must... Uh, use and get so they can get their pitches done in a certain period of time. Right. All these different measures to make the game shorter because mm. there is definitely a thought that younger audiences won't sit there and spend that length of time 
watching a product because there's so many things to look at. So sports aware of this and, you know, where that goes, I'm not sure, but we know that T20 cricket is so popular, especially for the younger generation. It's shorter. You can watch it, yep. you know, and there are penalties in place if you don't bowl your overs in time because it's got to keep moving. That's mm-hmm. what happens now. So I don't think it's a shorter attention span as such. Well, you know what? If you're going to take a long time, I might just go and watch something else. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think that the challenge is produce content that engages audiences. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it's a thing where we sit there and shake our head at the youth of today and say, oh, these young kids, they can't read a book anymore. They, you know, well, maybe they're still consuming more words, written words in a day than, say, my generation used to when we didn't have smartphones but read books. I don't know, but they're doing those sorts of things. So I think what's happened in the last week when the Shane Warne story has just dropped on this really heavy news schedule at the moment it's just another example of there are so many things to talk about but you are right jordan definitely in the fact that we are looking for refuge in terms of lighter topics and things that can just take our mind off what is a heavy heavy schedule um you know drive past service stations now and have a look at the petrol prices and there's a reminder of you know people will know that's to do with what's happening in ukraine at the moment and it's related sanctions that's all going to be there that's going to keep going so they are looking for different things which brings us to our second topic i think on that which is some moves on tiktok because there is one app where you can get that that i guess relief at a different pace to what's happening with the heavy workload. Yes, you certainly can. And uh, the app we're talking about here is TikTok. So what's happened is a bipartisan group of attorneys general, am I saying this correctly? <laughs> oh, I mucked it up when uh, we were planning the podcast. Attorneys general. <laughs> hey, look at how many times that gets wrong. in. Uh, oh, look, I've got to say in, it a few more times now, so I have every opportunity to stuff that up. Directors general, attorneys general. <laughs> yes. So right. a group of attorneys general in the US are investigating whether uh, TikTok is designed and promoted in a manner that causes or exacerbates physical and mental health harms for children and young people. So eight attorneys general are interested to uncover what TikTok knows about its platform, its algorithm and its impact on young people, particularly if it's aware of any harm it is causing to young people. So ultimately, the attorneys general are interested to find out if the app has violated any consumer protection laws. So this sounds like TikTok's walking or being dragged down the path in the United States that Facebook was dragged down. Correct. It's, and it's honestly, it's it's extension of the Facebook movement and what's happened there. So it's the, it's the latest addition to that ongoing effort for greater protections for, for children online. Uh, and it also, this announcement came a day after President Joe Biden uh, made an explicit call for a ban on targeted advertising to children on social media during his State of the Union speech, um, which signalled that this issue is actually a priority for the White House as well. So it's, uh, it extends all the way up. Uh, also in attendance, interestingly, was the famous whistleblower for Facebook, uh, Frances Haugen, now, she was at the State of the Union. She was. Yep. Uh, a focus of this investigation of TikTok are on their techniques they use to boost engagement 
and increase the time spent on the app. We all know just how much children seem to be addicted to uh, their technology, but I think the question they're looking at is, is that relentless appetite in young people a result of some very calculated actions by social media companies yep. like TikTok? Yeah. I reckon yes, sure. Yep. I mean, it was revealed in the various findings that Facebook was knowingly targeting children, but every social media app needs a way to engage its users yep. and build their audience that way as well, provided it's done ethically. So a TikTok spokesperson did respond to the announcement of that investigation. He said they care deeply about building an experience that helps to protect and support the well-being of the community and appreciate that the state attorneys general are focused on the safety of young users. He then went on to say they look forward to providing information on the many safety and privacy protections they have for teens. So, it's a really interesting time, isn't it? Because mm. I mean, I, I know we looked at some stats this week of the numbers of TikTok users in Australia, mm -hmm. and. I mean, social media stats are always so hard to get because the companies don't publish them, really. You've, you've got to guess. But some of the best guesstimates that we saw around the place was that TikTok was at about 1.1 million Australian users. I thought it might have been a little bit higher than yeah. that, but that's what it seems to be. But it seems and those users who have TikTok, that they are really engaged. They certainly are very engaged. They spend a lot of time on the app. Um, I think that really is because of the algorithm, the, the news feed. It's... Uh, it it keeps spitting new videos to you constantly. You don't have to look for it. It literally is dropped in your lap and it's tuned to your tastes. It's, it's the perfect combination of visual and specific interest. And as we've mentioned on this podcast many times before, with these, I guess, these TikToks and other apps that come through, the regulators are always chasing them because they come through at such speed that the regulars, by the time they get them, regulators, by the time they get themselves sorted, they're chasing their tail because it keeps moving along. So I, I guess you can see why this action's happening in the US, um, but you know, it's probably too early in Australia and we've got too much on uh, in terms <laughs> of um, where it sits for Australians, but I guess the ironic part is that I have no doubt that we're, you know, we're two months from a federal election, yep. so I have no doubt that um, all the parties that are wanting to get votes will be trying to work out how to properly utilise TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, absolutely. So for the next two months at least, any concerns in Australia will be parked because, hey, we've got an election to win, so let's utilise these amazing apps that reach people to our advantage. Oh, absolutely. If, uh, if there's a great way to engage young voters, TikTok would be among one of the more popular apps to try and utilise. So I don't see too much happening yeah, <laughs> just right. yet. Maybe once the election's over, we'll, it'll suddenly become the, uh, the focus of an investigation. Who knows? Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that the next couple of months because yeah. it will be very interesting to see how the parties do use it. And of course, they won't really go trumpeting what they're doing. They won't, one, they won't want to give their tactics away and two, it's a bit no. creepy to be seen, be jumping on social media channels and really boasting about how you're engaging people who, let's face it, does anyone go to a social media app looking for political commentary? Yes, some people do and I don't <laughs> want to hang out with them. No. <laughs> they're not the people I not want to all. hang with. Uh, to be honest, I try and keep 
political advertising and political commentary out of my social media feeds because like you said before sometimes you just need to go somewhere where you can have a light conversation yeah. or engage with family and friends exactly. and if you're going to come onto my feed and talk politics we're gonna have to look yeah. for to break up in that area <laughs> hit um, the mute button yes but we'll keep an eye on that in the next couple of months and we're talking about this said it's the 20th edition of the week in review it is and i reckon the topic you're going to talk about now wasn't even invented when the week in reviews first podcast began no it wasn't um but i wanted to talk about something a little bit fun we're all pretty familiar with wordle particularly in our office it's a <laughs> it's a fantastic little game that uh, it's pretty contentious so it's wordle which is the now the new york times yes. own it and it's a you've got to guess a five letter word every day and you get six chances to do that yes yeah. six six seems too few some days <laughs> Um, but a uh, an alternative to Wordle has come onto my radar in the last twenty four hours, and it's called Hurdle, spelt H E A R D L E, and it makes sense because it's all about music. So it's the musical version of Wordle. So essentially, they'll pick a song every day. They'll give you one second to begin with of the start of the song and you have to guess what the, uh, the song name and the artist is. Now, if you choose to skip, it gives you an additional second and you can keep skipping to give yourself up to 16 seconds. And uh, you still have six attempts to guess it. Uh, if you fail to do so, then bum bum, that's it. <laughs> but so far I've, I've noticed, I've done, I've done it for three days now uh, the very first one I did was a Fleetwood Mac song and the two days after were very uh, sort of young pop songs that I must admit uh, I don't think my parents would have known. So I th it, it well, would have shut them out a bit. I didn't know today's at all. I'd never heard the song before. Yeah, so that's the only issue uh, or sort of warning I would give to anyone willing to give it a go is that... The music the last two days has been very young, but you know Fleetwood Mac there at the at the start is uh, it's it spreads across multiple demographics. So I don't know what to expect. I'm I'm hoping it gets a little bit harder in the days to come. Well, you probably have to uh, admit that you have a massive advantage if you're going to take someone on because you are quite an accomplished DJ around town. I do do some DJing, yes. So I do have a pretty nice catalogue of music that I have. Uh, <laughs> got in the brain <laughs> so no one's gonna take you on in this um i look i'm gonna have a crack every now and again because i reckon there's got to be at least one oldie song surely every now and again surely but, yeah today no it clean bowled me today because yeah you're not the biggest rihanna fan i, I see <laughs> <laughs> no no sorry uh, no, no knock on rihanna's music but it's that's just fair. not on my uh, on my playlist that's okay um so but it's these games are coming out of nowhere aren't they the wordle one's interesting because i mean let's look at it in a year's time to see mm. where it's at. like we play it here uh we work in an industry of words um, there's been a whole bunch of things that have spawned in the recent weeks and months, like Hurdle. Yep. Let's see how they go in a, in a year's time. I'm fascinated to see. But this is the fun of it. It's so fast moving. It is. You know, regulators try to keep up with all this stuff. Not that these games require regulation, but um, I'm going to have a crack at it on the weekend, see if I can nail one of the hurdles. <laughs> um, I'm also going to um, challenge my attention span across uh, some different TV shows. <laughs> Um, any plans for you? I have nothing exciting on this weekend. It's uh, 
like I said, a, a DJ this weekend. So I DJ on weekends. So that, that tends to fill up my nights on the on the weekend. So that'll be that'll be me this week. Okay, and good luck to the Brisbane Broncos. Starting yes. their season tonight. All the best to the Broncos for season 2022. Have a great weekend, Jordan. You too.